Testing, testing, one, two, three. Oreo Ruhr is back, but this time we're not talking Marvel, we're not talking DC. We are talking Dark Horse comics, films, and shows. Who's with me? <laughs> I'm here. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Warning. The following contains heated discussion, controversial movie geeks' opinions, and hot takes. These are their rankings. Alrighty, so... Yeah, just anything that is based off some kind of Dark Horse comic book. Some of it's a little subjective because they're technically movies that were licensed to Dark Horse, but I'll go with it. So, the movies and shows. I am ranking a four out of five. I am ranking a four out of five. Dark Matter, Resident Alien, Umbrella Academy, Tank Girl, and Mystery Men. <laughs> nice so the three out of fives the imperfect but okay popcorn movies I'm gonna go with Hellboy 04 and 2019 versions R.I.P.D Amazing Screw on Head animation the Time Cop films and shows Barbed Wire The Mask nice. 300 and the prequel film Virus Sin City 1 and 2, and R.I.P.D. <laughs> Here's where we're really getting controversial, but I could not make it through some of these movies. So, the two out of fives are American Splendor, G-Men from Hell, and 30 Days of Night films. <laughs> I cannot stand these vampire films. And the ones out of fives. No zeros, unlike we had with DC and Marvel. I'm going to go with the ones out of fives are Hellboy 2 and the cartoon movies. These just did not hold up. They just Hellboy 2? Really? I, they don't have any plot. They really I don't. I love Golden Army. That was good. I'm sure many do because of the fights, but it's pretty bland outside of that, uh, of the effects. And then there's Polar, the Netflix hit pen film with Mads Mikkelsen. Uh, this one was just like, what? Well, what is the whole purpose? Just endless shots not leading anywhere. And then Son of the Mask, I think. Well, no, I take it back. Son of the Mask is a zero out of five. <laughs> but uh, Dr. Giggles, now that, I'm sorry. This one has just, its tone is all over the place. And it's just not well filmed. And I get that many like it because of its whether you can take it as a trashy or satirical kind of horror film i i'm just bored <laughs> uh so yeah that's my two cents i'm gonna let you <laughs> handle it from here three <laughs> days a night but it's interesting to me yeah i get that many like it in a near dark blade kind of way i i just don't like the cgi gore and it just the whole cast just seems like they're doing it for a paycheck so it's just very annoying to me i know many like it in kind of a thing and diehard kind of way where a town is taken over and what have you but i've tried yeah. three times to watch the goddamn film and the sequel was just one of those where i'm like man they really didn't care <laughs> <laughs> they so, did yeah they did do a sequel it's that. watchable in a trashy b movie way but each time i keep looking for the full moon entertainment symbol <laughs> yeah, what I'll, let, I'll let you rank them <laughs> yeah. 
Well, I'll go with the ones I've seen starting at the bottom and then work my way up. There we go. From the top to the bottom, from the bottom to the top. Right. So I got 23 on the list, but five of them I ain't seen yet. So at 18, I got 300 Rise of an Empire. I liked it, but it wasn't as good as the first one. Or I think it did better, but not very and then I got R.I.P.D., which is basically like off-brand Ghostbusters, but it's still good shit. It's just not as good. Next, I got Sin City, a, dime, a Dame to Kill For. I liked it, but it's not as good as the uh, extended oh, version. Yeah. Like, I watched the recut version of the first one. That was really fucking good. Is it more um, like they put it in chronological order, like Pulp Fiction? Yeah, they did the same thing with Doctor Sleep too. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, after that, next I got AVP Requiem. <laughs> oh, oh, I love trash. <laughs> I love that. I like the film, but the fucking teen plot could have fucking left. And oh, the dialogue yeah. is so handheld. They're like, "Oh, I don't want to be here." I'm like, "Really?" <laughs> like the team the team plot was so bad yeah without the gal being uh from 24 uh Ryko oh. doing her best ripley there's really nothing i liked yeah. her way better than sana Lathan who was doing the whole you fuck you you know yeah. it's like no nah, you ain't ripley true so i got a tank girl i gotta rewatch her because i haven't watched it in years but I did like it at first, and I didn't really get to appreciate it, I guess. So it's at 14 right now, but it might go up, so I don't know. Um, then I got Time Cop 13, Jean-Claude Van Damme's fun, but even all this shit's the same formula. It isn't? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I prefer the direct video sequel my own self, because then I get to see... Direct video action legend Thomas Ian Griffiths yeah. as the bad guy. <laughs> <laughs> it's like he's like the Tom Cruise of the 80s. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> like the best Jean Claude Van Damme film is Cyborg. Easily Cyborg. I love that fucking film. <laughs> Only if it's the director's guy. <laughs> yes, I love that fucking film. Oh, my God. I love it. Man. It's so good. Oh. Then I got ADP, the original, but I like the unrated version because it adds in more There's stuff. There's an unrated version of RIPD? No, AVP. AVP, yes. Yes, AVP's yeah. unrated cut, yes. Way better. Yes. You get a more complete story and just different edits, and it just it feels and looks it. <laughs> yeah, definitely. And then after that, I got Mystery Men in 11. I haven't seen that in a while. It's good, from what I remember, but we'll see. <laughs> and then number 10, I got Hellboy, Blood and Iron. Yeah, the animated films, they got okay animation, but their stories are kind of just the same thing. He just... I think my main issue is I then read the comics after I saw the movies, and I was like, the comics are just so much more wacky. <laughs> They're more yeah. like a Joe Dante, Sam Raimi movie. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, number nine, I got three. In the cartoons, and yeah. he just goes around basically going, oh, crap, and mm-hmm. takes out a gun finally. Yep. 
Philadelphia, number nine, I got 300. This is Gerard Butler's, you know, tour de force <laughs> intro. <laughs> Basically. <laughs> At number eight, I have the mask. Nice, nice. Yeah. I like the mask. It's good. It's just, it doesn't come off like, looking back in retrospect, doesn't come off like a comic. But now that I've seen so many comic films, and now that it's, you know, the comic book era, you know, I'll definitely, I vaguely recall my father watching it with my mother and my uncle. And yeah. it was one of those, it was just like Dumb and Dumber. You could see parts of it without having to be, or Twister, you know, just see parts of it without having to be told to leave the room. And I'm yeah. too young to really make sense of any of it. But uh, I know my sister rented it years later. Once again, it was one of those, just like, yeah, it's harmless fun. But yeah. I, I was also confused at the same time because much <laughs> like Batman, there was a cartoon show of it on at the around the same yeah. time. And that's right. And Chuck Russell was just one of those, you know, Nightmare on Elm Street, Free, uh, Scorpion King, and Eraser. He's, he was the go-to for just outrage in the Blob remake. Just yeah. do a genre picture and just do a very wacky movie. And it is one of those, it's like, it's one of those, you've seen it, there's no need to really re-see it, but there are just some other bloopers here and there that is kind of the reason why you can see why it's a giant cold hit. And it just the cast definitely made it even more charismatic and just an atypical movie. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's a 90s staple. It's like, you go back, it's like, it's perfect. <laughs> yeah, we wouldn't have the Jim Carrey that we had later on. We wouldn't have had Cam Diaz. We wouldn't have had even Peter Green from Pulp Fiction that same year. <laughs> yep. You know, go-to bad guy there temporarily. Yep. Let's see. Seven is Hellboy. And I love the director's cut for Hellboy. That's my favorite one to watch. Yeah, it, it definitely yeah. builds on it better. I dug it, especially in high school when it came out. I was 14, and it was just so much fun. And I actually have the Blu-ray for the newer one, which everyone hates on, but I took it as more of a fun Constantine, Lucifer, Wishmaster-type film. I found it way closer to the comic. Yeah, it's, it's a prequel. Everybody's like, this is a direct sequel. Like, no, it's a prequel. <laughs> yeah, well, and that's just it. And everyone was just so, like... Yeah. Uh, they were like, you're so biased, you're so mean. I'm like, look at your tweets. You were going to hate this before it even came out. And, I know. <laughs> and no amount of the director being pushed out by Millennium Films is going to change my mind. I mean, this is Millennium Films. They're making yeah. canon and Expendables-type movies. And that's kind of what Elboy needed, in my opinion. I'm like, yeah, you open up with a Mexican remix of Rocky Like a Hurricane by the Scorpions. I am so down for the count. This is a stoner movie. This is a hard rock (laughs) metal and uh, kind of film. And I was just like, okay. But I seriously could not tell. I mean, yes, there was a non-professional production assistant who was like, oh, you know, I didn't realize the role was for a Chinese character. It was like, okay, well, fuck that guy. But at least he got fired. Don't blame that anyone else. Well, no, actually, Ed stepped down. That's what that was. Like, Ed bowed out of the role, so Daniel could take over the role. Like, either way, I would have taken either one of them in the role. I don't really care. Because I looked at it, I was like, yeah, Ed could have played the character. I wouldn't have minded. I wouldn't really given a shit. But, you know, at the same time, Daniel did a hell of a good job, too. 
yeah, he definitely stole the movie. Uh, uh, the other gal was just badass, and yeah. um, just even just the whole pr- process. I liked how I was like going, "Who is that mysterious agent?" Oh, that's Tom yeah. Hayden Church, and it was just the whole time you're just going on a giant mystery ride. And uh, like you say, I mean, I you honestly, I mean, David Harbour's been acting for years. Yeah, you look at his whole yeah. resume; it's endless TV spots. But it was also one of those where I was like. I thought for when starting it, I'm like, yeah, this is Ron Perlman. I'm like, no, it's not, but <laughs> might as well be. They did a hell of a job with the makeup and yeah, for real. His copying of them. I mean, I think <laughs> everyone was just already trying to boycott it before it came out, and I was just like, <laughs> I mean, uh, it is like the the whole Patton Oswald sit down wasn't enough. Come on. <laughs> and then at six, I got Hellboy Two: The Golden Army. Okay. Oh, I love that film. It's so Luke Goss good. is really good in the, as the villain. I just, uh, I, 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 there's just very little plot. It's like slapstick humor and everything, and I, it just annoys the shit out of me. But <laughs> Seth MacFarlane is very funny in it. I will say that. Uh, and then at five, I got Hellboy: Sword of Storms. I couldn't remember which of them I liked the most. And I was like, oh, yeah, Sword of Storms. Yeah, they came out, like, back-to-back on Cartoon Network. It was like, okay. Yeah. And now I own them on uh, 4K, actually. They're on 4K? Yes. I actually actually had the Blu-ray for both of them, but there were no subtitles. So I waited a while and found a 4K edition of subtitles. I need my caps. I grew up with closed captioning all my life. <laughs> it's how it's actually how I developed my dialogue and my vocabulary so well because I watched the X Files with caps and man, nice. yeah, like oh, it's so nice. I'm like, yeah, I'm learning words. <laughs> and then at four, I got the original Sin City. I love that film. It's very badass. Yeah. And it's one of those I'll never own. I love it, but I don't want to own it. Eh. And then at three, I got Hellboy 2019. Cool. <laughs> yeah, I love that movie. That was so good. Oh, so much fun. To it seems through. like whenever anyone makes a movie where you're having to remind them, hey, just stop giving a fuck for just one exactly. day. Exactly. And I think this is it. Like, everyone wants a movie a certain way, and I don't know what it yeah. is about Dark Horse. I see so many of them being hated on, and it makes you wonder if it's just corporate media going yeah. to town. I'm like, it doesn't have to be by Marvel or DC to be good. Exactly. That's the problem. People expect the Marvel is not DC. based on a major label, for fuck's sake. That's like no. Image, Imagine, or whatever yeah. comics. Image comic. Yeah. Uh, yeah, people were like, people expect Marvel and DC quality, and when they don't get that, they bitch and bitch and cry and whine and bash it and like grow up. They're worse than <laughs> Halloween and Star Wars fans. <laughs> I know some Star Wars fans. Shit. <laughs> I do too. And it's just like they just want to argue till the sun sets. I'm like, I get that you grew up with this. This doesn't mm. mean you speak for everyone. In exactly. fact, just stop now. You don't speak for anybody. <laughs> I know. So and number two, I got virus. Love that film. 
Uh, I just love how the black guy just keeps making a just nonstop joke. He's like, nope, not today. This <laughs> is when so many horror movies is like they they weren't necessarily ripping off Scream, but there's like just always acknowledging the genre's faults. He's like, nope, not today. <laughs> Fuck you, not today. Uh, and plus, it was different because it did. It doesn't act like a comic book film it's just yeah. a horror I, film i didn't know for the longest time it was based on a comic it was one of those like Same. i, I want to check it out and i will definitely have to do that because i mean i just love it so much but i was, it was also one of those where it's like yeah i mean chuck farrar you know former navy seal writer of movies like hard target you know he he based it off his own comic book and I think a lot of more people have just are just more familiar with the Jamie Lee Curtis quote saying, "Oh, I thought it was, I knew it was bad before it came out." I'm like, "Oh, whatever." Uh, Done way worse. <laughs> true. Uh, and then number one, I got barbed wire. <laughs> yeah, it's another one. You know, just turn the volume off and enjoy the explosions. Just it's fucking <laughs> stupid. The acting isn't there. Uh, but did you expect the acting to be good? That's the other thing, too. I mean, I will take it over some trash like, I don't know, Barbarella or Logan's Run. And it's like, no, take this one. Take, take. It's like, I, I didn't expect shit with it. Like, I watched it twice in my life. Second rewatch, it actually got better because I was so surprised by the budget. Like, the budget's so small, and they did so much on that budget. And yet, they weren't even trying to be a comic book film. They were just doing it. And I actually read up on Barbed Wire. And I was like, damn, she actually embodies the whole comic book character itself. Yeah, it was always going to be essentially a Michael Bay type movie with an Andy Sidaris, you know, Russ Meyer type of mentality. It's like, yeah, that's exactly what it is. And like you say, it... Uh, it did have some pretty cool stunts that it's, it's like one of the earlier movies. I always was going to see it one way or another just because, you know, Django Fett actor Tamora Morrison was in it. But it's interesting in that how, uh, like, 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 yeah, like you say, it's tight budget. They hired a stunt coordinator, second unit director to helmet. He had done like some second unit directing on Batman Forever. And after this, he then did uh, Most Wanted, the Keenery Ivory Wayans, John Voight. Fun sniper movie. <laughs> Fun movie. Yeah. <laughs> One hell of like ass Paul Sermino, Eric Roberts, <laughs> Joel Hennessy. This is like, damn. What a time. Yep. Yeah, it's that's what that's one thing I like about different comic books too, is that the different companies, they always everybody's so stuck on the upper echelon of heroes and villains and a lot of them don't give a fuck about the bottom area. They really um, are like the that, characters in Wanted and Red, yeah. where it's just like ethics. What ethics? This is just live action Looney Tunes. This is what this is. <laughs> but yeah, I, I think with Resident Alien and Dark Matter both being incredibly successful, I think they're going to just start doing just. They just realize with the success of stuff like The Mandalorian and even the Halo TV show, it's like just do it in nine to 12 episodes and just blow people's minds and then make them talk about it on social media for days. 
I haven't seen Resident Alien or Dark Matter. I just I don't know. I don't really watch a lot of cable, honestly. Oh well, that's that's the beauty. I I couldn't keep up with Dark Matter when it was on. I I saw it after the fact on Sci Fi Channel or not not Sci Fi Channel on Netflix and. Uh, Resident, you can see currently on Sci-Fi, and it is pretty funny. It's just a very wacky. Like, imagine if Invasion of the Body Snatchers was kind of a just like the alien was just going around trying to adjust and failing to do so, and you're just laughing at the dark humor. Yeah, it had an like atypical cast. Snippets, but eh, I didn't really care. Yeah, uh, seeing a clip from it won't do any justice, and at the same time, it's just kind of fun, just because no one takes it all that seriously and that's kind of the fun of it uh it yeah. was just cool seeing linda hamilton again yeah. Yeah. that's a shame her sister died i didn't yeah that was um her twin died last decade or it was earlier this decade i can't remember which year but yeah her twin passed away wow yeah, I was shocked. I was like, shit. I was like, that was some crazy CGI. Like, no, that's your fucking twin. <laughs> the T-1000 double back in the day is like, yeah. Uh, that's crazy. Oh, God. Oh, God is right. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, any others? It's just pretty decent and solid. It's just... Uh, I'd seems- say Dark Horse is kind of underrated compared to, like, Image and stuff. Yeah, because imagine, you know, you got Spawn and the Crow. Yeah. And, uh, is like with Dark Horse, is like they were kind of going for more of the Batman 89 Blade crowd, you know, and just kind of yeah. just all that grit. And a lot of the movies, pretty relatively just easygoing popcorn that was never yeah. going to get anything above like a 40% on a review site. And I think Mystery Men, you can definitely say, is the most successful one. No. But yeah, That's... nowadays, kind of like how people are with like the prequels of Star Wars versus the sequel trilogy. I'm kind of like that way with just Alien versus Predator, where I'm just like, I'd rather watch these movies because I knew going in they were going to be Godzilla versus King Kong type slugfest. Uh... I didn't think that they were going to be OG classics. I didn't think, I mean, what do you expect uh... by a movie that's by the guy who directed? Mortal Kombat, you know, it's just. <laughs> oh God, that reminds me of Annihilation, with the fight between Raiden and what's his name. You will was... die. Yeah. No, uh, it was so funny because the entire fight was just them kick, swing kicking each other, and it was the stunt double the whole time. <laughs> oh, I bet. <laughs> It was so funny. I'm like, really? <laughs> yeah, they don't know how to fight. <laughs> I still like Annihilation, though. <laughs> it's just so bad, but it's so good. <laughs> oh, man. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Well, this has been fun having you on here. Well, what do you got planned for the future? Nothing really <laughs> on YouTube. Not. Oh, I got an upload. I got to try to fight to get on there. <laughs> Jesus shit! Uh, you banning people again? Cancel culture, YouTube style. <laughs> uh, 
want to talk about any procedural or violent gangsta movie or just very messed up uh, <laughs> just film franchise <laughs> I'll have you back on <laughs> that works uh, I put you down for some that is like yeah you're you're so huge on this I just know I gotta have you weigh in on this <laughs> oh definitely like shit like I like I did my uh what did I rank that was fun AVP, I ranked all them films. That was a lot of fun to go <laughs> And people were like, this is so wrong. You can't have Predator 2 above this. I'm like, fuck you. Predator <laughs> 2 is so damn good. How are you oh, not man. seeing that? Oh. We might just have to do another re-ranking of the goddamn uh, <laughs> AVP saga. Yeah, definitely. Better yet. Like well, we'll... We'll rank it Valverde style, since it's in the same universe as Blade Runner and Die Hard and Speed. <laughs> uh, you didn't know that? <laughs> no, I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so basically they were just basically, Ridley Scott's wise ass was the one who did the, uh, basically he did he confirmed that the evil corporation in Alien is the same one in the Blade Runner films. Blade oh, Runner. Waylon. Okay, alright. Yeah, and... That's dope. <laughs> that's so dope. And then the writer of Blade Runner also did another movie called Soldier, which was meant to be a spinoff. Oh, I love Soldier. There you oh, go. I love Soldier. Uh, fair enough. Oh, and damn. Uh, then, of course, you know, Valverde uh, is the country in Predator in the comics and games, and uh, that's the country that was in Commando, Die Hard oh. 2, and other movies that Stephen E. D'Souza worked on. To make that even cooler, the reporter in the original Die Hard is also in the Joel Silver D'Souza written movie Ricochet with Denzel. I love Ricochet. That Everybody is underrated does. as hell. It's so I, great. Oh, it was scary. another one of those that had like shitty ratings, and I just recall being trashy. Yes. Seen part of it at six in the morning on TNT. I saw it years later. I'm like, oh yeah, there's no yeah. way around it. This is a fucking dope movie. Just even yeah. Ice T's one liners at the end, and the rest of the cast are just great. Great dialogue for an action mm-hmm. movie. And um, now get this: the Pacific mm-hmm. Transport that are in. Die Hard 1 and Free are also in the Speed movies. Same cinematographers and film crew. So there you go. Uh, (laughs) Oh, I got a fun fact. You know the porno pirates? Uh, Yes. Yeah, okay. Jesse Jane, Evan Stone. Yeah, Yeah, the shit they used, I think, was the same one for the actual Disney Pirates film. Or they filmed it on the same lot, I think. It was either on the same lot or the same ship they used or the same location. I was like, holy shit. (laughs) I mean, it's pretty uh, uh, common. It seems like every other person who even talks about uh, L.A. is like they'll rent out studio rooms and film shoots to other third-party companies. And a lot of times it will be companies like that. And you'll have to make sure you... I just went to the wrong room. My bad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was like the, I think it was the weekend before 
Oh. Yeah, I think I think they filmed it in a weekend before the Disney Pirates was getting ready to be filmed, I think. I'm sure they filmed 20 different scenes in one day. <laughs> yeah, because it has the it, at that time it had story. The sex scenes in one film. Yeah. Story. Nah, story. Good story. <laughs> 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 fucking Evan Stone. Who's a great mighty pirate hunter? <laughs> you right. are. I I remember that Twitter post he made years ago. I think it was like 2015, 16, where he's like that moment when you realize you were on the Lord of the Rings parody episode of South Park. <laughs> that's him on the God. tape that they play. I'm like, that's funny. Yeah, I love Evan Stone. He cracks me the fuck up. <laughs> oh, yeah. I tried to interview him a few times. <laughs> you should totally play Superman before he hangs it up. Just be like, Oh, God, that'd be beautiful to see. <laughs> Hell, Lewis, we could, I love we you. Could, we could there you go. We could rank the DC Marvel parodies if you get my meaning. <laughs> oh yeah, I've seen them. That's funny as shit. Uh, I'm sorry. Don't, okay. Just don't swallow, Lewis. Don't swallow. Okay, <laughs> I won't. <laughs> They've done parodies of so many other shows that are just funny. I, I the Iron Man free one was great. That had Del de Bone, that was funny. Um as far as I'm concerned, Romy Rain is the true Wonder Woman. <laughs> <laughs> What did I what did I watch of him or Evan? Um I saw I thought I saw like the short like five minute clip of him as Hulk Hogan. That shit was Oh my god. <laughs> like really? He's Hulk Hogan now? Okay. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> I will have to check it out. I did see him in the Free Stooges parody. That was great. Oh, God. You know you God's done something right when Howard Stern is the critical blurb that you put on the cover. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it reminds me of Private Parts. That was a good film, but that was so dumb, too. That dude uh. should have been a superhero. <laughs> I'm not talking the fart mask. <laughs> yeah. I remember watching the Howard Stern show on E! back in 2000 holy shit they yeah. got they did a lot of shit under a tv 14 banner Jesus yeah this is it just like any of the other comedy shows just censor everything out and yeah. out. <laughs> but like the what the one episode that i remember vividly is the one where and this is when they almost got turned off completely um, <laughs> there were so many times when hasn't he had been read um, the riot act <laughs> yeah this one he had a guy come on who had a who had lost an eye and and howard's like let me see your eye and he pops the fake eye and I was like, oh god that's so fucking creepy but it's so cool and then he's like oh how much money would you take if you let my friend stick his dick in the eye socket <laughs> I'm like, what? <laughs> and they were getting ready to do it. And Robin was like, no, 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 no. You can't do that. We'll get shut off. <laughs> I'm like, he was going to stick his dick in that eye socket. He's like, no, we'll put a condom on the dick. It'll be all right. <laughs> really? <laughs> <laughs> Just had to do it. <laughs> 
I'm like, fuck me. I'm like, really? <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Everybody's a superhero nowadays, and that's what we like about Dark Horse, is like, anybody Definitely. can be a superhero. Yep. <laughs> and that's the thing about the other labels, is that they don't really focus on... Taking it seriously. Yeah. Just going for gritty. Yeah. Oh. oh, copyright police are coming for you. Take that down. <laughs> Don't talk about that. <laughs> well, we might do an Imagine Comics ranking some other time. But until then, guys, thank you for listening. <laughs> this was the shortest of our episodes. <laughs> yeah, definitely. In comic book reads. <laughs> on the web on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. The podcast is available on Podbean, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Anchor, Apple, and anywhere else podcasts are available. Feel free to review our show and leave comments on any of those sites. Thanks a million for listening. It's a jacked up-